The Daily Witness is not just a podcast, but originally started as a gospel newspaper. Trevor Van Vieren Ministries distributes this newspaper free of charge, paid for by partners and friends. If you have not received a copy of this newspaper in your mailbox, feel free to download a copy from our website, www.thedailywitness.co.za. And now, enjoy today's podcast. And welcome to another edition of the Daily Witness podcast. I'm your host, Trevor van Vieren, and joining me in the studio tonight is my beautiful wife and co-host, Megan van Vieren. Hi, everyone. <laughs> I thought I was going to introduce myself there, but... Uh... I, just, I just had to. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, lovey. Oh, pleasure. Okay. So, you and I have actually a pretty cool topic to talk about tonight. Yes. Okay. You know, people have obviously read the title. Yes. Um, and that's fine. But we are going to talk about the reality of God. Yes. The fact that He is real. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of, a, a lot of people um, struggle with that. In fact, mm. I shouldn't say I think, I know. Yes. Um, a lot of people struggle with that. So let's just jump into a word of prayer and then we can just dive right into it. Okay. Um, Dad, we know you in the studio. Um, a lot of people struggle to believe that you're in the studio. They struggle to believe that you exist. And um, just help us sort of break that down and make it real for them. Um, you are the wisest person here yes. out of all of us. And um, we cannot do it without you, but thank God we can definitely do it with you. Mm. And so we thank you for all of your help and just and spoil them, you know. And uh, you know how you talk. You've got a way of convincing people. You're really good at that. So <laughs> we just let you handle it. <laughs> and then we'll just sit here behind these mics and listen to you. <laughs> In Jesus' name. We'll, uh, you can use our mouths, of course. Of course. But we just sit back and still listen to you. So uh, we thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I so, was just going to say mm-hmm. that um, we're just believing for everyone who's listening that they will have eyes to see and ears to hear and a heart open and ready to receive the truth Mm. and use this opportunity to see God in a new light. Mm. Well, see him. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, uh, I will never, ever forget the time I got born again. Mm. I just, just, just got born again. And... I think like literally, I think hours or maybe a day later, um, the devil attacked me severely and tried to convince me. I mean, I knew it was satanic oppression. I was a baby Christian. Obviously, I I was literally a few days old, Mm. um, spiritually speaking. So what does that mean? I knew there was an onslaught. Um, that came my way, and I didn't. I didn't know how to attack it. You know, um, you hadn't been trained in battle yet. No, no. So the devil came for me, and told me, "All this is a shame. You're wasting your time. 
God doesn't exist. I mean, he hit my spirit hard to the point where, spiritually speaking, I felt I was bowed over. Um, like that woman in the in the Bible where Jesus yes. um, got her to walk up straight. I felt like I was, I, I, spiritually speaking, I felt like I was pushed right down, looking up, and I begged God. I said, Lord, help me. You know, I don't, I don't know what's going on here. And I said to him, I believe, I really believe you exist. And like, I, you know, when you're in a state like that, you kind of instinctively know it's the devil that's attacking you. He's attacking your faith right there, right as I got born again. And... I didn't know like sort of how to come against it. I didn't even know if you could call it a devil. I didn't even know if you call it an army of devils. I don't know. Yes. And um, it was a very, very frightening moment for me. Because at that time, I never felt more alone in all my life. And um, God got me out of that mess. He delivered me out of that mess. And that, uh, those devils never came back for me again. So you at least had an experience where you knew, you knew God was real because you yeah. called out to him yeah. and he's the one that came to help you. No one else did. But now where I was then versus where I am now, oh, the devil couldn't pull that trip on me now. <laughs> I mean, he just, no, he he doesn't even bother. Yes. No, he doesn't bother. He knows that's an absolute waste he of time. He can't talk you out of it. No, no. But right there, um, I was like, you know, our little lemon tree. Yes. <laughs> it's got that. Now, guys, you might hear about the lemon tree in a whole bunch of series because I just like the lemon tree. Okay. So yes. we're just clearing the air on that right now. <laughs> so on our little lemon tree, we got these little tiny baby little shoots, these little small little leaves and they are like a dark dark maroon color and um, they're so small they're not even open yet and that's where I was spiritually I was this new little shoot in the kingdom I was I was a little weenie pops and (laughs) (laughs) and Satan was threatening to pull me off the the stalk and I was like hey I just got you (laughs) you know what are you doing leave me alone yes and um, I stayed with it, fortunately. I knew, uh, all I knew was just to cry out to God and say, Lord, help me. Mm. You know, um, I really, uh, I was, there was an attack. It was so weird. And I knew instinctively, like I said, that it was the devil. Um, and I, I just find that there are born again Christians that are still struggling with that to this day. Yes, they are still one foot in their in yeah. their beliefs and one foot out because yeah. they're not hundred percent sure if is this real? Yeah. Is this a fairy tale? Is he a myth? Yeah. Um and I'm sure they've had experiences with God. Yeah. But they didn't they weren't aware of it. Yeah. And what really throws them out is, you know, when they're praying for a situation to change, because they know 
in they they might they might not be developed keyword there yes. developed makes all the difference of course have um a rich understanding of faith they might not be mature in it but instinctively they know they they can reach out to him and he's supposed to answer prayers they are absolutely right they are absolutely right but when the prayer does not get answered and things go south yes um it's a it's it's a very very sad moment um and a lot of people um they struggle in their faith is he real is he real i think that's a defining moment for a lot of christians when yeah. they get thrown into the lion's den what do you do yeah um and so are you going to believe in God yeah. or are you going to believe in the power of those lions? Yeah. Or or think to yourself, what would Uncle Daniel do? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, you know what? I made a decision years ago. Uh, this was years ago. I was, I was like a baby of a baby. I was still wet bound. This was now past the, the devil's onslaught. And I just stood in front of the window, my bedroom window, and I was looking out into the street. And I was just so in love with God and just so in love with the reality of His being. I mean, I didn't have a lick of proof that He existed, you know. But I knew I was born again. I knew something changed on the inside of me. I knew this was not an emotional thing. I knew there was definitely something different that took place. I knew that. I knew my life has now changed forever. I knew that. And though I had never yet seen him um, sitting on his throne or had an experience up in heaven or, you know, those kind of things, Mm. I just stood in front of the window and I looked out and I was just so happy that I was part of this family. You know, I was so happy, man. I'm here, man. This is so (laughs) cool, you know. And because I knew I was missing it in life and I don't know what it was. You can't put your finger on it. You don't know what it is. And then you come home. You feel that gaping hole inside your spirit. Back then we all thought it was our soul. Yeah. Um, You can feel empty and you're trying to fill it with so many other things and you can't understand why no. you just never feel satisfied yeah until until you come home and there's nothing that has changed in the natural yet everything is still the same if and you, you still look the same to everyone yeah, else if you had brown hair before you got born again you still got brown hair <laughs> After you got born again. It's yes. what Brother Kenneth Hagin would say. He'd say, if if you had brown eyes before you got born again, you still got brown eyes after you got born again. You know, if if you had long fingers before you got born again, I'm not talking about thieves now. <laughs> I'm just saying, you still got long fingers after you got born again. Nothing in the natural has changed as yet, but your spirit man has changed. Mm. And... You just know it on the inside of you. And so I just, I stood in front of the window and I was just so impressed with his awe. You know, when the Bible says that you stand in awe of your creator, that's how I was. And I said 
something like Job because at that moment I felt what he felt. And I just want to read that quickly to our listeners from Job chapter 13. Um, and I will read verse 15. And I'm reading it from the easy to read uh, version. He says, I will continue to trust God even if he kills me. And that was the defining moment in my walk. And I knew it. Mm. Right there. Uh, the King James says something like, even if he should slay me, I will yes. continue to hope in him. <laughs> you know, but that's how I felt mm. at that moment. I, I, I said, I said to him, I don't care how mad you get at me to the point where you kill me. I will never turn my back on you. Mm. I will always serve you all the days of my life. And I look back at that now and I've got a, a far better understanding of him a far richer understanding i know he doesn't go around killing people now yes um, i was wet behind the ear i didn't have enough teaching in me you weren't fully developed yeah i wasn't developed yet yes but he could see my sincerity mm. and he could see my faithfulness to him right there and that was a quality decision that i made right there in other words you can you can say it like this it doesn't matter if I prayed a thousand prayers and none of them came to pass. Would I still serve him? Yeah, mm. of course I'd still serve him. That was just a decision that I made. And a lot of Christians are waiting for God to move first before they believe. Yes, doubting Thomases. Yeah, but... He's done all the moving that he can do mm. when he sent his son. Isn't this such an appropriate time for this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he sent, when he There's sent his, evidence his son. evidence right there. Yeah. I mean, what, what else is he going to do? Exactly. You know? So, so Christians are always sitting, you know, um, when I played soccer back in the day, um, the... The key is to be on the field. And you had spare players. They would sit on the bench. Um, it's just like that in rugby, of course. Uh, someone gets injured or, like you know. Like reserve players. Yeah. They would sit on the bench. So many Christians are sitting on the bench. Mm. And they, wa they want God to do everything. And then they're going to believe. And you can't do that. You, you, you're living in a, a world that's dark and cold and full of curse. And there's things that's going to test your faith. Mm. And it's not God testing your faith. You don't need to test your faith. He knows you. And now when you're speaking about this, that makes me think of the guy that's lying by the pool of Bethesda. Yeah. He's waiting for someone to put him in that water when yeah. the angel stirs yeah. it. And where's his move of faith? Um, Joyce Meyer did this. Uh, did a series on that and she was she, I think she called it wiggle and woggle or something like that <laughs> yeah. and she was like he could at least have wiggled and woggled <laughs> trying to get into the water we've yeah. got to do something yeah. not God I mean you, you know that's the problem with atheists today as well 
They're sitting on the outside. Oh, there's no God, they say. There's no God, they say. But that's because they're still waiting for something to happen first before mm. they decide to believe. I just came to a place. I just stood in front of the window. And I looked out the window and I said, God, I'm not in it to try and get stuff out of you. I'm not in it to try and get blessing out of you and prosperity and healing and all that stuff. That stuff happens. Awesome. You know, I get to live a good life. Thank you. Um, I just want to know you, man. Mm, that that's, makes the difference. That's all. I just want to hang out with you. I just think you're so cool. I just want to know how are you so wise? So I don't <laughs> care if none of my prayers get answered, you know, should you slay me? Yes, I will always serve you. I will always serve you no matter what. And too many Christians are still sitting on the fence. Still sitting on the fence. And, um, you know... We were mm. talking earlier before mm. we did the podcast. <laughs> and um, I was saying to you that, you know... Similar situation to yours. I was, okay, not 100%, but similar. Uh, when I got saved, I was really, really blessed. Mm. I had who God is revealed to me on a daily basis. Everything about him, stories about him, the stories of Jesus, how much God loved me for so long that I had become intimate with Jesus. Yeah. And I was so blessed to learn from the start that God is good. Yeah. And from learning that it's not head knowledge. No. It is revelation. You cannot talk me out of it. You can tell me, like I said to you, a train can crash in front of me and every person can die on there and someone's going to say, why did God allow that? Yeah. I promise you I will probably want to get into a discussion with that person as to why that's not God's fault. Yeah, exactly right. Because I know who God is. Yeah. I know he is good. And good doesn't kill. Yeah. So that revelation blessed me so much that there is no way, and with the experiences I've had with God, that you mm. could ever talk me out of his existence, that, yeah. that he's not real. He is so real. Yeah. Like, you almost want to feel... Remember when we were walking in the park that one evening? Yes. Um, a, a lot of people don't know, like how Trevor and I got together, but when we, the, we've known each other since we were in primary school, but we mm. hadn't seen each other for many years. And the one night we, we hooked up to chat and just hang out and that um, we grabbed hands while we were walking and we felt the presence of God, the peace so yeah. tangible you could reach out and touch it, and the atmosphere changed where we were. And the the minute we grabbed hands, we we both felt it. We didn't say anything. It felt like electricity. We, yeah, we stopped immediately, and I looked at you. You looked at me, and you said, "Did you feel?" It? I said, "Yeah, I felt that." And a lot of people say, "Oh, that was probably the chemistry," no. but that was I felt. 
peace yeah. like I've never felt in my life. Yeah. Even even the peace I felt when I got saved, because there was a peace that I felt wash over me. Yeah. Even this was a different kind of peace. You cannot explain those things away. You cannot. We knew Jesus walked with us that night. Yeah. Yes. You, you know, um, you can't sit on the bench. No, you have to be a player and then on the field. Expect God to do everything. Expect Him to come and reveal Himself yes. and to try and convince you. Like, I'm not being funny, but who do you think you are mm. that you deserve, um, like, such royalty, you know? That God has to bend down on his knees before you and make you happy until you decide. That's not how it works. No, that's not faith at no. all. And that's to be honest with you, that's just plain disrespect. Yes. But you know, when I heard about this creator, I just I just wanted to hang out with him. I just couldn't leave him alone. Mm. I was just tugging on I mean, if he was walking around his throne room up and down and just quoting scripture, he you'd see me dragging on the floor right behind him hanging onto his robe, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I just I couldn't and my eyes would be just bug eyed, just staring at him mm. and just say I can see it. Wow. You know, I could I could just be dragged in his dust all day long and that would be a great honor for me. And you know there'd be no dust. There'd be no him. dust. I'm just <laughs> if we were down here on earth it'd be dust. I was just picturing it. You yeah. see, and I couldn't see any dust. But that's um that's why, you know, if if you the scripture says the scripture says, draw near to me, mm. and I'll draw near to you. Yes. Everyone's always waiting for him to come to them. Yeah. But that's not faith. Eh? I just, listen, I just wanted to hang out with, I just wanted to read Bible. I, I'd read Bible and I'd read it and read it. And then I'd, 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 I'd sit and I'd switch the lights off in my room at night because I did not want to be distracted by anything mm. that I could see. And I would, it would just be pitch black. And that was my favorite part because now I'm a talk up a storm to him. And then sometimes I'd, I'd stop myself and I'd say to him, I don't know how you put up with me. I'd say, because <laughs> I do all the talking, but there's so much things that I need to say. Yes. You know, there's so much things that I'm just so impressed with you about, you know. And I said, so you're just going to have to put up with me for a while, mm. you know. And there'd be times, like there'd be times I'd read in the scripture and I'd ask him, how did you get so wise? Mm. How? But now, listen, we're almost coming to the close of this episode. Oh, goodness, we just started. Yeah. I not once did I ask him to reveal himself to me in the sense of prove yourself to me before I believe you know and <laughs> show then, me the holes in your hands yes then thou shalt be worthy of my great faith it's a, <laughs> I never I never did that you didn't need to uh, I just I just wanted to hang out with him and when I did that oh he revealed himself to me and they are defining moments in my walk that I know, that I know, that I know like I know, I have come face to face with Jesus. Never asked for it. He surprised me with it at times. 
and just absolutely blessed me. Mm. Now, you you get an atheist that will walk in and, and look at a person like me now, or you, I know of personal experiences that you've had. And an atheist will say, oh, there's no God, this religious thing, and, and kind of really scoff it off. Yes. And then, you know, we would look at them and where do you start? How do you explain? Yes, it can be done, of course. It's supposed to be done. But, man, you think you are so right thinking there's no God when all the time there's people all around you by the millions that are having these wonderful experiences that make a mark in your journey of faith on this earth. You know, um, if we look in the book of Hebrews, um, it says, oh, I'm actually, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there, there were these people that said, um, I'm looking for that uh, scripture. Um, here we go. Uh of whom the world was not worthy, they wandered in deserts. Hebrews chapter 6. Um, uh, well, it actually says um, that they, not, um, they, they, they didn't care about this, this time here on earth. You know, they know that they're just passing through. Mm. They're going to a heavenly city. And that's, that's their main thing. And... Um, you know, you got this atheist or you, you get these people that are still sitting on the fence and you don't have to live like that. You don't have to live thinking, does he exist, you know? And yeah, you might think that when we talk about stuff like that, you know, mm, you've been so super spiritual and so forth. Well, then you continue enjoying your life being carnal. Yes, I find like too many people at the moment, too many Christians, they they all say that all these unanswered questions. Yeah. You shouldn't have too many questions. No. Like if you have a relationship with Jesus Christ, yeah. When I got born again, those questions disappeared. I just had answers revealed to me. And when you receive Jesus, the same thing should should naturally happen to you where you once had no answers and then you move over to a realm where everything is so clear to you. You yeah. just understand. Well, uh, we have come to the end of this episode. So, um, thanks for joining us on this five minute broadcast. <laughs> I'll tell you what, <laughs> that's the time. what it felt like. That's when you're hanging out with God. There is no time. <laughs> Dad, you really did do it again. We're going to have to carry on here. Anyway, <laughs> um, we just want to say a quick word of prayer for those people who are listening. Um, you know, Dad, I thank you for um, doing what you do best. You are just amazing at that. Thank you. Um, and I just I pray for those. Um, who are out there that will have a deeper relationship with him, a deeper personal relationship with him. And so that you can see for yourself how real he is mm. because you can't live off my experience and you can't live off Megan's experience. And yes, it's a great testimony and yes, it's awesome. And yes, it stirs up some people's faith and yes, it, it puts doubt in some others. Um, you've got to do this for yourself. And that is what, uh, dad wants yes. so remember faith comes by hearing so keep on hearing 
Hey everyone, if you enjoyed today's podcast and you like what our ministry is doing, why not partner up with us and sow into God's vision, which is to start a gospel newspaper. All funds are used to increase the print run and reach more houses with the good news of Jesus Christ. You can sow on our website, www.thedailywitness.co.za. There you'll find a tab called Sow into a Vision. If you're inside of South Africa, use the option of SnapScan. You can download this app free of charge from the Google Play Store or iTunes. If you're outside of South Africa, you can use our option of Give and Gain. We thank you for your faith and generous support. If you have enjoyed today's Daily Witness podcast, feel free to let us know by either using our Facebook profile, Trevor Van Peren Ministries, or by email to newsdesk at thedailywitness.co.za. Remember, we love you and Jesus loves you.